Hello, welcome to Game Changer. Monday through Friday, David Villa and our crew dive into God's Word and talk about how to take principles from the Bible and apply them to our daily lives. Thanks so much for listening, and here's our host. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to Game Changer. I'm David Villa here with Diana. What's up? Good morning. Good morning. It is Tuesday. Tuesday. <clears throat> and we're talking about generosity today. We're in the Under the Tree series. And um, we're back. Yesterday we did not have a show. And you know, it gets a little it gets a little dicey around the holidays. <clears throat> and uh, we have a lot of things to do here at the office. Had an event last week. Sometimes we have uh, we diff- different things we have to take care of. And uh, so we uh, we are back today. We're going to be here through the end of the week, and next week, obviously not Christmas Eve, and um, and then. But we'll be back uh, full on schedule after the first of the year. And um, but how many are excited about the holiday season? Right, this is just a a great time. Christmas is coming. And we're talking about under the tree as far as the series, but it's really a series on generosity, and it's a series that talks about the heart of generosity, the spirit of generosity, the principle of generosity. We're going to talk today about how generosity will change your life. It'll connect you with others. Generosity is going to, is what, is what helps us invest in what matters. And we're going to talk about that. So it's a series on generosity. It's going to tie in our giving. I think it's going to talk a little bit. We're going to talk a little bit about stewardship. And um, so it's really taking this season where God gave his best but he didn't just do it. He did it as an investment. He didn't, he didn't just, just give, right? He wasn't like looking and thinking like just before Christmas going, man, what, what do, I don't have any gift for mankind. You know, what am I going to do? Like, you know, can I send my assistant out to get a gift for mankind? He, did, he didn't do that. He, he had a plan and this plan included the utmost generosity. And, and one of the things I think we need to get out of this as well is he did it f- knowing there was going to be a return, knowing there was going to be a return, not just what he can get, but knowing that it would be an investment into the future. Amen? So we're going to talk about that. And um, you're looking up the definition of generosity, aren't you? Well, the thing is, yes, I was, because I was like, what would be the exact definition? Because in your mind, you know what it is. But I think first, let me say this. I think generosity is not really something that starts because you give. Generosity starts in the heart. It has to have Mm -hmm. the right heart. So I think that generosity starts by what is in your heart. Generosity actually said that it was like the definition was to be generous. So then you had to go to look up generous and generous says of a person showing a readiness to give more of something as in time or money that is more than that is strictly necessary or expected. So I think that's kind of where it is. It's, it's more than generosity goes beyond what's expected. It goes beyond that. So it's over and above. So generosity is, is over and above more than expected. And, um, I think that it talks, you know, even the Bible talks about being a cheerful giver, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's where I feel like the most important thing is that generosity starts with a right heart and a right motive. Um, we can't generosity. There's people I know that have given, and even in seasons, probably we've done that. We've given to give it. So what we get in return, right? The feeling, the bubble, like, oh, I did good. But I think real generosity is releasing your time, releasing your money, whatever it is, exactly. without the expectation of anything in return. This cup, even, is, this cup is generously giving drops of coffee out of the side of it. It is, it is, it's, I, if you guys, this is my more witness. More than expected. It's, you guys got to be my witness. Like, I'm not even touching it barely, and it's like just pouring out the top. What a uh, Starbucks needs to uh, generously invest 
and um, take some of that money they make and invest in lids that work. Go ahead. Um, so you me off on that well, one. It's dripping all over me. <laughs> um, so I think that there's been seasons where, you know, we give or are generous based on what we what the feeling we get behind it, right? Mm -hmm. Or look at them. They always are giving. They're this based on what we get in return, whether it's accolades and affirmation, that warm, bubbly feeling. But I think when you really get into true generosity, it is in spite of, and it's not because of those things in return, those bubbly feelings, those, you know, hey, they give so great. Because I've seen people that have given, but they're not really generous because mm -hmm. it really didn't come from the heart. It came for a motive of getting external <clears throat> accolades. Yeah, 100%. You want to take notes this week. If you <clears throat> if you want to know this, something I, I will say this. If you want to, if you want to, um, there's a certain topics that are near and dear to our heart. I think this is one of them where we're going to have some things to share because it's it's a it's something that God has really done in our lives and He's really I guess shown us and and worked through us. So this is coming a lot from the heart um, of of what we believe and who we are. And so I really think you'll get some some nuggets out of this if you come into this expecting because this season, I think we need to understand. So the first, first to understand generosity, you need to understand the God you serve is a generous God. He didn't, you know, I, I really wanted to set the precedence for this because Christmas is about a lot of things that we think it, it's, it's, a, it's about a lot of things, but it's not, uh, it's not always about the things that we think the most about, you know, I don't know if I said that right. Or we think a lot of things about Christmas, which have nothing to do with Christmas in the reality of Christmas in God's eyes. And what I mean by that is it's about generosity. It's about a God who gave. John 3.16 is, is really tied into that. So, but talking about generosity, I think we're used to thinking of generosity as like a have to, like a, you know, a necessary, you know, but maybe unappealing aspect of Christian life. You know, like if so, let's, you know, uh, you know, let's, let's, we had to, we had to give, we have to. So I'm going to look at a couple of reasons why it's really the most intelligent I'm going to say that again. Generosity is the most intelligent way to live. You're like, what? So I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you reasons biblically, right? The, the Bible talks about it. It's all through it. Number one, you want, to, you want to write this down. Generosity changes your life. It changes our lives. Generosity changes our lives. Can I say this? People who give generously, they feel great about it, and they find themselves blessed in ways they never expected. I'm going to say that again. The key to that is the end of that in ways they've never expected. So Diana said earlier, you know, sometimes we'll give because, you know, hey, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, great, press down, shaking together. You know, and we give and we, it's like a, uh, you know, reciprocity, right? Where you, you give and God gives back, but, and he does, but he blesses you in ways that you don't even expect. And here's the crazy thing about it. He knows what you need more than you do. Yes. And so great things happen to people who are generous. Great things happen in them. Great things happen to those around them. I mean, I believe being generous will, will tie into your family and it'll bless your family. And again, in ways where you didn't expect, in ways that you couldn't accomplish on your own, you couldn't predict, great things happen to you. Jesus said this in Acts 20, 35. He said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And, you know, Proverbs eleven twenty five says, a generous man right? That's mankind will prosper. There's a good word, right? We've distorted that word sometimes in the Christian circle, but it's a word that's found in the Bible numerous times. And so what does it mean? It means, it means right, being blessed in all areas. 
And so a generous person will prosper. He who refreshes others will himself be refreshed. So if you are generous, then God's going to be generous. It's kind of like if you forgive, right? The scripture that talk, God will forgive you. Matter of fact, if you don't forgive, you can't be forgiven. I believe if you're generous, then God will be generous back. If you're not generous, I don't know if, you know, I'm not really sure how much generosity you're going to experience in your life. I think it goes hand in hand. So gener- generosity, generosity is, um, is, a, is a big deal. And generosity will change your life. Jimmy Sani wrote in the comments, but when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, Matthew 6, 3. That's a good scripture. Um, but, you know, I, I think it's still, no matter what it go back to, it still starts with the heart, Absolutely. the heart motive behind it. Um, I think not only with generosity, you not only have to have the right heart motive, but I think you have to be strategic. You can't just give to anything, right? You really do need to be sensitive, especially when you're going that over and above and you're giving of your time. So I don't want to just, I, I think money is important, but I think time is important too. You need to be strategic and you really need to allow the Lord to to lead you and guide you on how to give and how to be strategic. Um, because I think that's where, you know, that thing, that uh, reciprocal, like I give and he's going to give back mm-hmm. in, in, in our need, but we still have to be strategic <clears throat> about it. And the strategic, because you can't just, you have to still throw in to give in good soil. You need to sow your time in good soil that's going to be producing fruit. You got to give and sow into ministries or things like that that are producing fruit. You don't want to sow seed into a barren land, right? You want to make sure that you're putting it in the right place. So, you know, again, it's heart. And being strategic, and when I say strategic, I mean really allowing the Lord to lead you into where. Because I know that there's also been seasons because of people that we know and that we've been intertwined with that we've given into things because we we love the people or love the idea, but it really wasn't where God was wanting us to sow. Now, He still honored it. Now, here's the crazy thing. I've seen God bless people that aren't even really men or women of God because they've sowed into things that had purpose and God blessed them and honored them because they sowed. So that's also a a biblical principle. Like you give and it shall be given unto you. I've seen people that are not, I don't want to say Christians. I don't like to judge people's heart because that's, you know, really, you know, God should be the judge, but you know, you know that they're kind of not living a life that is bearing fruit of being, you know, Christian walking the Christian life. But, um, I've seen God honor their giving. So giving is really important thing. Even of time, giving of your time, I've seen great people like giving and, um, you know, I think people that are part of my father-in-law is really big in, in AA and, um, He's a recovering addict, but one thing that always strikes me about him is that he still goes to meetings and he's still serving people because he realized that that was a place that he was able to find, um, you know, help. And so he didn't just get help and then move on from it, right? He still keeps himself going and keeps, you know, I guess surrounding himself around people that will encourage that, but also because he's available to also help others. So I think, um, you know, in any part of your life, whether it's giving of your time, giving of your money, giving it in, you know, church world, giving is really important because, um, you know, someone's got to do it. Yeah. And, you know, I want you, I want to move off of too, just the thinking of giving, you know, from a standpoint of, of, of money, you know, it's, it is a big deal. And we're talking a lot about that because I think that we're, I think God knew this. I know he did, obviously he knows everything, but where your, your treasure is, the Bible says, right. That's where your heart is. And, and, um, and so 
you know, understand that your checkbook, if you looked at the register of your checkbook or what you spend your money on, that's going to be what you care a lot about. And, you know, and that's just a fact. So it's, it's more, it's less about like say, hey, you got to give something. Then it's to, to to have a generous heart. You know, um, can I just give you a second point here? Generosity connects you with others. And can I just say the importance of this before before I kind of get into the scriptures and get kind of get into maybe a little more about that? Can I just say that everything that you're trying to accomplish, like if you're sitting here and you're going, okay, I'm tapping into this day because you know I know you you and Diane are business people and I'm a business person and you know I, I get this and everything, but I, I want some business practices. Can I just tell you the last time I checked, the entirety of business is being connected to people, the entirety of you know, relationship is being connected to people. Well, I'm, I'm just listening to this because, you know, I'm just trying to get some tips on how to pick up a husband or pick up a wife or, you know, I'm just trying to get some tips on, you know, well, last time I checked, that's connecting with others. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just listening to this because, you know, I really need faith right now. I really, I'm just struggling. I'm going through some, I can't even think about giving or can't think about this because I'm really just underwater. Well, the last time I checked, connecting with others is how God brings breakthrough a lot of times. I mean, he can and has, you know, sent manna from heaven and he has, you know, like, you know, caused a raven to go feed a prophet. But normally he used people. Most of the time he worked through people. When the lady who had nothing but what little bit was in her hand to make something for her and her son, and then they were going to die. God sent a person, right, connecting with others who came into the scenario and through an act of obedience, right, through an act of generosity, he not only, he not only, you know, took care of the, the, the prophet of God's needs, but he took care of this woman and her son's needs forever because of an act of generosity. So generosity will, number two, connect you with others. You know, someone put a comment, Dana Dowd, she put, money is but one venue for generosity and kindness is an even more valuable currency. I think in the climate of our world today, um, that's so true. Kindness is a valuable commodity. Sometimes you just need to be the smile in someone's life today because they have a, you know, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of challenges, and you need to be the one, which again comes into having a heart, right heart with God and being open to allow him to lead you so that when you encounter and connect with others that you have a now word or a now encouragement. And I don't mean you're oh, thus saith the Lord, right? That you have to have, you know, a, a Holy Ghost uh, filled conversation. But I mean, just having a, a strategic word like, hey, um, you look nice today. You'd be surprised by what just telling someone, hey, you look nice today, what that would do. And it's a really kind of trivial statement. But, you know, maybe they're down on themselves because, um, you know, they put on 15 pounds during the holidays or maybe, um, you know, a lot of things aren't going right for them. So they just need some kind of a personal um, win, I guess. So I, I think that's really true. Even, you know, when we talked about this last week, going to Disney with our granddaughter, like Disney is supposed to be the happiest place on earth, right? That's their motto. But there were definitely people that we encountered workers that they were not operating in the happiest place on earth mentality. And so I think kindness is a really, really big commodity. I think, um, you know, even just a smile goes a long way. And I think that was one of the things that were lost when um, there were so many, you know, we were, everyone was wearing masks and stuff like that. I think that was one of the things that were lost and it was kind of crazy. So I, the mask that I wore during, during that season, it actually had like a, a drawn smiley face. Um, and what was crazy is when I go places, how many people said something 
about like, hey, that's cute. It's a smile. We don't get to see people's expressions anymore. I think that's really important. Um, a couple of times I did not pay attention to how I put it on. I put it on upside down. So when I got back in the car, I recognized that I had an upside down smile, not a, not a smile. But um, I think kindness is, is a really yeah. you know, big thing. Yeah. And genero- saying generosity connects with others. The, the, the Really, I think the important part of this is when people are generous and gracious, they they really exude love and happiness. And that's really what it is. You know, you can't put that on as an emoji or a plasticky smile. You know, there's a commercial, um, I don't know, it's one of those like medicine commercials that are like 25 minutes long where, you know, they have all the disclaimers and, you know, you may have, uh, you may sweat from the edge of your ears and, you know, all kinds of things <laughs> as, a, as, a, as a side effect. But one of the, they're holding up a little sign. You guys seen this commercial? I know you don't watch TV, but. But, you know, if I watch the game or something, sometimes they, ha- they have the, the one where they're holding a little sign of a smiley face, but behind the sign is like, it's a, it's, I think it's on depression or something like that. But they have the sign of smiley and it's like a little emoji. You can't, you can't fake generous, you know? So generous people, they're gracious, right? And they exude love, happiness. And there's something attractive about those who have a sense of kindness. We've been talking about kindness and kind people are attractive. And it's interesting that we're tagging in generosity with kindness because you go, well, where is it? Re- I know there's scriptures on it in the Bible, but show me the fruit. Show me, talk, talk to me about, you know, I want the, I'm a fruit of the spirit person. Well, a fruit of the spirit is kindness. And I think kindness and generosity are kin, right? They go hand in hand. So people are attractive when they have a sense of kindness, when they do nice things for others, right? You know, when you pick up the bill or go out of their way to do a favor, you know, and uh, generous people create positive feelings, you know, in their relationships and they cause others to want to be around them. And isn't that really the first step, right? I mean, if you could be a Scrooge, right, around Christmas or you can be generous. And if you're generous around Christmas, then you're going to attract people to you. And isn't that the whole thing that Jesus did? He was a, he attracted people. I mean, it's interesting reading the Bible and it's like, you know, it kind of skips around. It doesn't fill in the blanks a lot. You know, you, you almost wish, man, I was there for three years, right? Just following him around and seeing what was going on. And I think we'll see the highlight, we'll see more than the highlight reel when we get to heaven. But you know, you ever notice like Jesus called the disciples, like all of a sudden he's by himself and he's like, Hey, come on, Peter, drop your nets. Hey, James, John, come on. And he goes around and it's like, okay, there's 12. And the next thing you know, it's like the multitude was around him. It's like, whoa, like all he did is walk. They didn't have social media. They didn't have post on Facebook. They didn't, they didn't do a reel, right? They, they didn't, you know, they didn't tweet anything. They didn't send an email blast out to say, Hey, Jesus is coming to town. But next thing you know, there's a multitude of people around him because kindness, people with generosity, they attract people. So generosity connects you with others. And really the connection to others is how I believe your purpose will ultimately be fulfilled. Because if if it's God's plan for you to be generous, if it's God's plan for you to be connected, then it's God's plan for your purpose, then they have to go together, right? Let's look at the third tip really quick so we can comment on it, um, so we can get through these. But generosity, listen to this, helps us invest in what matters. So you can get, Diana said it earlier, you can give for the sake of giving or you can give on purpose. You can give for the sake of giving or you can give in purpose. So generosity helps us invest in what matters. And can I just say this? This is gonna, you gotta get, you gotta listen to this because it's gonna sound like I'm, it's gonna sound very bold. Generosity is a guaranteed high yield investment. I didn't say giving to this specific ministry, giving to this specific, that's not what I'm saying. Generosity, God-given, God-ordained, God-listened-to, Holy Spirit-directed generosity 
is a guaranteed high yield investment. You're looking where to invest your time, your talent, your treasure, generosity. So it's more than just like a pragmatic issue, like, you know, okay, maybe this will work. You know, it's more than just a just a flippant thing, right? This is it's it's spiritually generosity protects us from short-sighted, bad investments of our time. It protects us from bad investments of our talent. It protects us from bad investments of our treasure. And it creates long-term wealth, long-term wealth. And wealth is more than just money, but that's what generosity does. I want to say that there, I mean, everyone's probably been in a season or in a time period where you've invested your time, your money, your energy in the wrong thing. And so I want to speak to that. Hey, we've all done that. Mm -hmm. So what, what happens when you recognize that, make a change and learn from it, right? Don't put yourself in the same situation. You know, there's an old saying, we keep going around the same mountain over and over again. It's because when we've reached a certain point, we don't learn a lesson and we don't make a change. So I think if you find yourself where you, you're recognizing that you've invested in the wrong thing, make sure the next time you're doing that, that you reevaluate and remember and don't make the same mistake again. Mm, that's good. That's, that's And you know what Diana pointed out? So if you, if you go with Dave, I'm having a hard time. I mean, I get it, but man, it's a stretch what you're saying. Then just look at it the opposite. I think everybody would agree with what she just said. It's a lot easier to say, hey, I made some bad investments with my time, some bad investments with my treasure, some bad investments with my talent. And you know what? If that's true, then there can be a flip side to that. So in a sense, everything we do is an investment. And so, you know, if we're always pouring our time and talent and treasure into something, right, whatever we're pouring it into, that's where our heart is. I mean, look, you're not going to do anything a lot for a long time if you don't care about it. You know what I mean? The grace is there for a season if you don't care about it. But if you do it for a long time, if you pour everything you have into it, then your heart is there or part of your heart is there. And uh, so speaking of heart, number four, generosity frees our hearts. Let me explain this. Jesus wants to protect us from bad investments. And we're looking at these as investments. We're looking at, we're looking at generosity as an investment, right? An investment. And that's what you have to look at. It's under the tree. Jesus, di God didn't give Jesus just because. Again, he didn't, he didn't last minute headed to life's Christmas party, go, man, I don't have a gift for mankind, right? So let me just stop really quick at the store. There's Jesus. Let me just wrap a bow on his head, throw him under the tree, and I'll just, man, I almost forgot. That's not how he thought of this thing. He, he deliberately gave Jesus, but he did it as an investment, as an investment into the future of eternity, right? And so Jesus wants to protect us from bad investments. So let's look at it that way. And he wants to set us up for everlasting one, everlasting investment. So the principle is about something that's far more important than our finances. It's a heart issue, right? Money's just the mirror sometimes of our, our heart before God. If you want an accurate measure, of your relationship with God, look at your checkbook. Look at your credit card statements. Look where your money's going. I, I, I've done that. It'll tell you what you're devoted to. Evidently, Diana right now is devoted to fixing up our, our re uh, re <laughs> restructuring, what do you call it? Remodeling our home. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That was a bust because she's talking about nonstop. <laughs> it's like a nonstop remodeling. We could have just burned the house down and built a new one. Well, five I'm times just going to remind David that it's I'm more kidding. blessed to, to give than to receive. So on Christmas morning, <laughs> remember that, Oof. okay? I'm just kidding, babe. I love you. <laughs> but, um, it, but money's the mirror. 
Really, it is. And you know what? If you look at your, we've been in times where we looked at our credit. You know one thing? I'll tell you this. You look at our credit card, our debit card, our bank account statement, and guess what? The first thing you see, you'll see every single week without fail is what? Tithe. tithe. You'll see tithe. You'll see giving. And you know what? That's, I can tell you there's a time frame when that wasn't the case. And there's a, there's a, you look at your checkbook, you look at your credit card statements, you're going to notice where your money's going. And I think that'll tell us who we're devoted to, right? And, uh, and there's two kinds of treasures. There's temporary treasure and one that'll last forever. And we have to decide which kind of life we're going to live and what treasure we're going to live for, right? I want the eternal treasures, right? What were we going to say? Um, I got a phone call, and so I had to pass it along. I have a repair person coming to the house. Funny thing talking about. We should have just taken the call on air because you're talking about it. <laughs> um, yeah, Sometimes so it's so funny when you're on air. Like Mike does the same thing. Like you think that everybody sees every. Like your phone just texts you. But I'm so sorry. My daughter just texted me and said, I uh, wanted to know if I was wearing the brown shoes or the blue shoes today. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> Um, I do think David's probably more. So I am someone That's that funny. believes in the the of tithing and giving and, and offerings. David's Amen. probably more critical about not critical, but like Deliberate. now. No, no, go a ahead. Say obsessive. It. I don't ever. I try. Not I want to get it in the ground, baby. Yes, he does. But I know God also at the same time, he is not going to make my finances self-destruct if I, if rather than give it first thing in the morning, I give it in the evening. So, but I do think here's one thing that's really true about giving. I think the first thing you see in our checking register is tithe. Yes. And guess what? That's, that's where your heart is. We're going to, we're going to disagree. We're going to, we agree in principle. We are going to, we can debate this whole thing. We can have a whole like Diana versus David on the whole, like, uh, the aspect we agree, but we we have uh, different opinions. But go ahead. Um, I will say that um, you know, obviously where you give is important, whether it's your time, your money. But I think also it, when we keep coming back to it, it's a hard thing. So I think also putting your it goes back to and I talk about it a lot: right perspective, right priorities. Right. Yep. So a lot of times, even broken relationships, a lot of it has to do with that they're not making the right investments in that relationship, or you know, um, maybe I, I don't know studying. You're not getting good grades because you're not spending the right time. You're not investing the right amount of time into studying to, to, to be prepared for your classes. That, that'll preach to Ashton in college. Ooh, when she was in college, you had to have the time to do She's it. She's like, I'm so not now, anymore. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it really comes down to finding the balance, but it does start with the heart, but finding the balance of life that's really important every area and, and prioritizing um, what's important. Um, which again, that talks about the scripture, where, you know, where your heart is, where your treasures, your heart will be. That's really, really true. And I can say that I've had some of those things out of whack that I put more merit and more treasure in being a mom versus being a Christian. Yeah. Mike, scroll down to a couple of the scriptures. I'm gonna leave you guys with a couple of scriptures we mentioned just for your reference. And, uh, so three of them here, Acts 20, 35, and I've been a constant example of how you can help others in need by working hard. You should remember the words of the Lord Jesus. Pretty important, right? If he says it, it is more blessed to give than to receive. Acts 20, 35, Proverbs eleven twenty five. 25, the generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Pretty straight there. Matthew 6, 24, no one can serve two masters for you will hate one and love the other. You'll be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and be enslaved to money. Amen. That's generosity day one. Tomorrow we're going to talk about stewardship and how it's the key part. Listen, the key part 
to why generosity is effective. So stewardship as the key, right? Think you got a, you got a lock, you got a door. You can't get through the other room without the door and you can't open the door if it's locked and you can't unlock it without a key. Stewardship is a key so of why generosity is really about heart, right? Heart. Yeah. Tomorrow is going to be about how to steward that and manage it. Steward. Yep. That's right. You said steward. Steward. You said steward. Like Stuart Little. Steward. You, you put it. You're always making fun of me. You, see, I get the brunt of like saying words that are wrong. You said steward. You're going to have to steward. Steward. No, you're going to have to steward. Steward might be listening. He may not be listening. Steward, if you are, we're not talking about you. <laughs> I'm not going to get anything under the tree, am I? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's all right. Mike. Thank you all for tuning in today. We hope you guys are enjoying the series. Um, really quick, I want to make a quick announcement. We mentioned this last week. This year, IPD is partnering with A Kid's Place in our Under the Tree initiative. A Kid's Place is a foster program that provides residential services to children from birth to age 18 who have been removed from their homes due to abuse, neglect, or abandonment. This Christmas, we can make sure Santa visits each of them to provide them with a, gr with a great Christmas and by joining along in this initiative and getting them gifts. If you would like to get involved, the deadline to have any gifts is to IPD is Friday, December 17th. If you guys want any more details, you can reach out to any of us on social media and we will be glad to answer your questions. You can also donate gift cards, money, any of that. But like I said, if you guys want more details, reach out to us. We will We'll be happy to answer your questions on social. Um, if you guys would like, we have a daily encouragement text that goes out every single morning at 830. You guys can opt into it for free by texting the letters EZGC to 813-522-3356. To our live audience, we always appreciate you guys being with us on Facebook and YouTube, the comments that you guys get, the reactions, the emojis, we love it. But if for any odd reason you guys can't be with us on the live stream, you can always keep up with us in two ways. Number one, you can go to YouTube, search Game Changer Podcast Live, and then hit the subscribe button and hit the bell so you get notified because we do upload the replays of these episodes every single day. If you prefer the audio version, we are on every major audio podcasting platform out there. The biggest one that we push is Apple Podcasts, but whichever one you use, make sure that you hit the subscribe button. Um, to all of our people who are listening or watching this episode on replay, you can always join us live um, and join the conversation with us live on Facebook and YouTube every single morning at 8.30 a.m. EST. Just search Game Changer Podcast live on either Facebook or YouTube and we will show up in your feed. Our feature Bible plan of the week is going to be the same as this one. It is the, um, it is the newest one that we have put out. If you guys have not read through it, make sure you guys do. It is what to do when you want to quit. It's a five-day reading plan on new version of the Bible app. I know Dave probably just heard me say what to do instead of what to do because I just like literally put four words together. <laughs> what to do. <laughs> but make sure you guys read through it, subscribe to it, and then let us know what you guys think about it. But thank you all for tuning in. We hope you guys are enjoying this holiday season. Enjoy your week. We will see you bright and early tomorrow morning at 8.30 in the morning a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And on that note, we out. It's my turn today. We out. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to connect further, check out the David Villa's Game Changer group on Facebook. We'll see you next time on the next episode of Game Changer.